Welcome to another episode of Unleashing the Future of Work, a guide podcast live. And, you know, it is actually a very cool, mellow looking day here in beautiful, sunny California. And I'm specifically in Oakland, back home in Oakland. I recently just spent about three months with my family in Houston due to COVID-19, checking in on them um, and showing them love. So I'm really excited to be back in Oakland, the home, the home of movements and so much greatness. So I want to show love to everyone that's tuning in right now. Please shout us out. Let us know where you're viewing and tuning in from. And today I have a really awesome guest who's going to be on the podcast, live podcast episode with me. Harpreet Carr is amazing. I hope I said that last name right. And she'll probably correct me if I didn't. She's an amazing woman and tech leader, mom of two, speaker and coach, an abstract artist. She's incredibly dynamic. And she's one of the you know leading um, product leaders at Microsoft as well. But you know I've had a chance to talk with her and was so inspired by her story and all of the amazing things that she's doing to create a movement. So we're going to be touching on a lot of things happening in the world right now, specifically her story. And I think what we can all do to create more inclusive um, cultures, but also be the change that we want to see. So without further ado, I want to show love and bring on Harpreet to the show. Hey, Harpreet. Hi. <laughs> it's, it's been a pleasure, man. We, we've been trying <laughs> to do this for how long? For a while, for a while. It's been a few months now. I remember we scheduled this like three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and the world has changed a lot since then. Oh my God. Tell yeah. me about that, right? Yeah. So tell us where are you tuning in from? Where are you uh, on the on, chiming in from today, Harpreet? I am actually tuning in from a beautiful Pacific Northwest, Seattle. Um, it's a little dry here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh, it's beautiful. I love it here. So I am actually in Microsoft headquarters, Redmond. Ooh. And um, I, I like it here. Well, so are you, so is Microsoft shifted back to working at home again, or are you still working from home? Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah, all still are uh, working from home. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I want you to share a little bit more about your background, Harper. You know, how long have you been doing the work that you do, and what led you to getting into tech? Oh, my God. Uh, so I've been in the information technology for close to 18 plus years now. Wow. Uh, yeah, and um I uh, love uh, technology, actually more so now than what I started back. Um, and I, act, uh, you know, going back to uh, my story, started from a very, very uh, meager family, mm. a kind of a low middle class uh, family. And um, I grew up in a very small town in India. And growing up, uh, the this, the the uh, I would say the form was generally you know as soon as the girls reach puberty age, mm. um, if they want to study, graduation was kind of the thing, and then get them married. Wow, that that that's kind of the thing, right? My parents uh, or you know the society focus was always, oh my God, your girl is going to be 20, 21, get her married. My parents, on the other side, they always wanted us to be educated. And I was the one who was always pushing, no, please, you know, I want to do something in life. And my mom was a homemaker. So I did see her, uh, you know, um, always taking care of us. Hmm. Uh, But at the same time, there was something in her which always felt I felt like she was pushing us to be, you know, independent. Mm 
Mm. Um, and uh, uh, even though she didn't say it out loud, she made sure that both of her girls are on on their legs, let's call it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so uh, I came into, I always wanted to be a doctor, uh, but ended up in computers. And that's a very different story. If, if we want, we can go in there. Um, and and I love it. I, I did my master's in computers and then I joined a management consulting company uh, wow. in India. Through them, I came to US and I've been with Microsoft close to 10 years now. Wow, wow. So were you always passionate about technology early on when you were in high school? Was that something that you were introduced to? Uh, no, I didn't even touch a computer. In high <laughs> What's a computer? Yeah. Right. Um, as I told you, I actually was always looking for uh, becoming a doctor. Mm. And uh, the story behind it is that I felt like they could cure what I had got in my body and in my mind early on. Wow. Um, I was living with the anomaly mm. all my life uh, that... Um, I'm not good enough. Mm. Uh, and I felt like um, to become good enough to cure what I was feeling, I had to become a doctor to cure wow. myself. Wow. And that uh, anomaly was I was always trying to blend in in society. Wow. I was always trying to uh, become the best, the mm. perfectionist. Um, and um, I always felt that my siblings are better looking than mm. me. Uh, I always felt like the society was always looking at me that she's not uh, clear or fair skinned, which is a pretty big thing in India, frankly. Mm. So that girls need to be really kind of light skinned. Actually, can you imagine there is a moisturizer or lotion in India, which is called, and you know, um, it's called Fair and Lovely. Wow. And so I was always trying to blend in. And, uh, you know, I, I tell, when I tell my story, I said, I became such a good chameleon mm. that I knew when and where to blend in. Mm. And so, you know, uh, my, my uh, story to computers was a totally different because I flunked the exam of uh, and I did not become a doctor. And so my father's like, and I was literally crying for two days straight when I couldn't uh, pass the exam for the pre-med or what you call it here. Um, I will say I didn't pass it. I didn't get the rank I wanted to get into the college, um, the, the college of my dreams or the university of my dreams. And I'm like, I'm not going to go to any other like uh, below 10 you know, mm. the top 10 or I, I won't go to the 11th. So I kept crying for days and days. And my dad was like, this girl's going to kill herself. So <laughs> let, her, let her get her, let her, you know, do something. So he actually, he was the one who after my uh, high school um, enrolled me into this computer program. And I, uh, I'll, I'll probably date myself that I learned Visual Basic, say wow. Oracle, and um, I just started loving it. I felt like I could do things where I don't have to speak. Yeah. But I was, you know, working on multiple things. So I think it kind of clicked in my the other side of the brain, yeah. and I, I was like, 
no stopping and so from there i changed my uh you know curriculum my you know i did my um computers all the uh, uh, prereqs required and i'm a master's in computers now wow wow yeah that is, it's, it's so interesting right because you you know did you ever expect that where you're at now would be where you were going like back in the day i mean initially you said you wanted to be a doctor Right. And, you know, similar to you, I actually wanted to be a doctor, too, when I was younger. I, I was set on being this cardiologist. But now I, I work in tech. I build I build products. I, I do software. And, you know, it's I wouldn't have I wouldn't imagine my life do, in any way. Right. Like building software is what I love to do because it's a creative discipline for me. Yeah. And it actually like goes back to, to something that when I was younger, I just loved doing. Right. And I, I didn't like it's not being a doctor because being a doctor is a completely different ball game. But I st I find the same passion and curiosity in it, you know. So would you have like did did you ever see this coming? I didn't, and I will say uh, as you said, I I I feel like that was a time where um, I was putting a lot of emphasis on what I wanted to do for myself oh. versus now you know i have the utmost respect for doctors yeah. right but that just if i if you ask me right now harpreet would you change anything no i would yeah. not um i feel like even in computers right like uh, initially for three four years i did coding yeah i was a software engineer but quickly found out that that's not a trade i feel like I want to grow in. So even mm. in computers, people think like, you know, yes, STEM, right? I'm still in STEM. I'm still in computers, in the technology. But you find yourself as you grow in the in the industry. Mm. So for a few years, I was that. And then I said, Harpreet, you're, you know, people were giving me feedback. You're very good in visual decisions. You're very good in, you know, thinking ahead. And so I moved myself into business intelligence. So I was, I became, you know, from a software engineer, I became a business intelligence lead, a reporting person, which was very visual. And then people started telling me, Herbie, you're really good at pitching at business stuff, right? So I actually changed myself, still in the technology industry, to go into program management and product management. Um, so I think even over the years, you find yourself. And if you, yeah. uh, the question which you, I won't change anything. Yeah. I, I yeah. think I, I'm, I always keep the learner mindset. Yes. Versus, you know, I know it all. Um, even, even today, when I lead the teams, when I, um, you know, talk to my team members, I'm always learning. Hmm. You know, it's a two way learning. There is so much to learn yeah. in this world. Uh, be it in technology, be it across, right? And if you say that you're enough, uh, I think that was a wrong thing which I had in my mind that time. So that changed, and I'm always learning. Interestingly enough, the faith I belong to, Sikh, that means learner. Wow. Right? So um, it's a pretty good connection. Yeah. Um, always learning. Yeah. And so let me ask you, because, you know, you're really dynamic. You're also a mother of two, as well as, you know, a technology leader. You know, how do you balance both? Um, I don't have it all. <laughs> uh, if somebody tells you they have it all, uh, Figure it out. tell me. 
please tell me. I would like to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an everyday, everyday, um, I, again, wouldn't call it a struggle. It's an everyday yeah. balance. It's a work-life integration mm. versus work-life balance. There are times when the, their mama is working 12 to 14 to 16 hours, and there are times when everything is shut and I'm theirs. Yeah. Right. So I, I think having that mutual partnership with your better half and with your kids as well, that's the way I do it. And every day, you know, when um, uh, when we were all in the pre-COVID situation, it was always like, uh, my dear husband, is this week, are you taking care of the kids or me? Right. So we, we kind of look at our schedules and we figure it out. So um, every day is a new day. And mm. that's how I take it. I do plan ahead um, for bigger events, but, um, you know, try to balance it. Who's taking the kids for Taekwondo? Who's taking the kids there? So it's it's a mutual partnership. Um, and I wouldn't call it division of labor or something. Um, you know, people use that term as well. I, I call it mutual, mutual partnership. And mm. I don't have it all. If yeah. somebody tells you that they have it all, then uh, That's great. troubling. <laughs> but, uh, I'm still on the journey yeah. again, right? Like yeah. uh, I'm trying to be a good mama. I'm trying to be a good leader, uh, but I'm still on a journey. And that's where, again, keeping that learner mindset. Today, mm -hmm. I may not have done it right. That Then I learn from it. And then I say, okay, you know, kiddo, I'll do it better. I learned so much from my kids. Yeah. So much. Mm. It's, a, it's a learner mindset. And I think, you know, similar to you, you know, it's something that I embrace as well, right? You know, if you're always curious, always seeking information within relationships, and it's one of the, the big virtues for us to guide is that, seek knowledge from relationships right and that's it, and it's it's infinite right and as you do that you'll continue to grow and you know get better every single day i want to show love to justin really quickly always pick the learner mindset always learning so true to a learning you know he also mentioned earlier you know i feel you the i'm not good enough i feel like that all the time thanks for sharing i appreciate the vulnerability um and you know he kind of really recognized you're saying you became such a good chameleon you know, yeah. and I think we've all had to, we've all been there at some point in our lives too. Yes. Yes. And then how do you come out of that blending in and how do you come back out of that being a good chameleon to standing out? That's a totally different finding yourself, finding your superpowers, which mm -hmm. took me close to 20, 25 years to find that again. Oh. I'm eating up. I'm not going to tell my generation guys. <laughs> I'm a Gen X. I'm a millennial. I don't care. <laughs> as long as you're young at heart. <laughs> I want to ask you, you know, uh, what would you consider your superpower to be? Um, you know, my superpower is, uh, and I, uh, I think we are connected on LinkedIn. Why blend in when you're born to stand out? Yeah. And each one of you can stand out. Um, and so I feel like standing out is one of that and then always trying to find goodness and giving back is another one be it technical giving back be it your your experiences 
right? And be, be it bringing other people along. Those are some of the superpowers I feel like I have. People have actually, uh, you know, if I have to uh, get on the other side and say what other people think my superpowers are, they call me as connective glue and cross <laughs> wrangler. I love it. I love it. Chaos Wrangler is a one which I have got pretty, uh, pretty much all my life. The Chaos Wrangler, and that's a big part of being a product manager and a product leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So bringing clarity, mm -hmm. right? Defining success, and generating that energy. Those are our big three pillars at Microsoft as well. Um, you know, so, and I, I feel like if I'm able to do that, then I'm able to bring people diverse perspectives along and show them success mm. in a way in, in a servant leader kind of way versus me taking over that i did it yeah 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 i love yeah. it i love it so i want to i want you to share a little bit about you know there's been a lot going on um in the world from you know black lives matter protests to riots and and it's due to the continued killing of um people of color and, you know, the other day, I mean, just earlier today, I, I read that there's been another shooting in Atlanta um, in terms of um, uh, another black man that was shot. Um, and, you know, I want to I know it was on your heart earlier before we started for you to share a little bit about, you know, how have you been feeling about that? What do you think we should be doing as a world to move beyond where we're at now? Let me be very, very open and candid here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you know, I mentor a lot and I coach as well. Uh, two of my mentees are black. I, I have a hunch to call African-American. You know, let's, let's, let's stand out. I'm brown. They're black. That's fine. Yeah. I don't have to call myself. Yes, I can call myself Asian minority, blah, blah, blah. I can add all the objectives. Um, they're going through a lot mm. um, at this point. And the whole community is going through a lot. Yeah. That has, um, if somebody tells me that they can't do anything, I think that's wrong. Each one of uh, us has the, um, you know, have a responsibility to stand up with them. Mm. Even if I'm not part of that community, I am. Yeah. I'm connected. Mm. They, they, they are my brothers, they are my sisters, they are my family, yeah. you know. So so if people ask me, what can you do? You can do three things at least. You can uh, acknowledge that there is a systemic racism in this world. Very acknowledge true. it on your social, stand, stand with them. You can affirm, you know, you can say, um, I'm going to share your stories. I am with you. I will stand with you, be it protest, be it, you know, silent, uh, silently, however you're doing it. And then, you know, you know, act. There's so many ways we can act. You can volunteer, you can donate, you can mentor, you can coach. When you're hiring, guess what? Don't put that diversity and inclusion just as a checkbox. Yeah. This has happened to me, Tim. Like yeah. they, they, I, I am uh, sometimes called for an interview. Uh, I can give specific answers, uh, uh, examples as well. That oh, a domestic candidate, call her. Pre. She's a woman. She's a minority. She's a different-looking woman, right? Checkbox. And then I do great. And then in the end, it goes to a may a, a white male or a female, whatever it is, but not a domestic candidate. So they've checked the box. So I have taken a commitment that I will advocate, mm -hmm. I will mentor, I will coach, I will stand up. 
right? I will donate. And when I'm hiring, I will make sure that it's not check the box and it goes to the right candidate. It may not be. Let's be careful. Let's be open. If it's if that person, that black person was not up to the mark for that's OK. But you're not doing it just for the check of the box. Yeah. Let's all make that commitment. So it's been very hard. And I'll tell you, I've been trying to educate myself. Mm. And I have a um, I have a um, freshman who's going to be a sophomore. Can you imagine? Oh, <laughs> That's amazing. For another day. Is it, is it your your son or daughter? My my, my son is a sophomore. Is going to be a sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. And so I took an opportunity last week. We watched Thirteenth. Wow. And this weekend, just uh, yesterday, we watched a Selma. Good. And with my with my uh, sophomore and, and with my second grader, there were few things which were really hard for the second grader. And she was like, and she was hiding in me. And especially when they were getting on the bridge and they were just open firing, right? So we have gone through all that. Yeah. You know. So what can you do? Educate your new generation, educate yourself, educate your new generation and stand up with them. Um, I talked actually in my uh, my team as well. I said, we, uh, you know, Rosa Park, she took so much. Let's be Rosa Parks. Each one of you, we can be Rosa Parks of digital age. Mm. Let's stand up for that. And let's not sit in the back. Let's get the seat in the front of mm. the bus and so you know i haven't had a chance to take my kids to the chas i don't know if you've heard that in the news yeah i have my co-founder yeah. uh, he lives in seattle he's told me yeah. about it yeah so so um but you know many people who have gone there what what news are telling is a different story of what's happening out there so I want to make sure I'm able to see it by myself it's very peaceful it's very um you know eye-opening mm. There are always two sides to the story. Yeah. I guess we only see the side of the story which gets into the news. Yeah. Right. So that's my take, uh, Tim. Uh, I have been voicing my opinions on LinkedIn, on my Instagram. Uh, and it's not just that I'm doing it for, for um, you know, name and fame. It's not. I myself as a minority feel that. I get bullied, uh, you know, uh, I have been bullied way too many times mm. so it hurts but we have to stand up you know so again by blending when you're born to stand out that's so powerful and you know thank you so much for sharing that and i want to show love to pravina who is saying i will stand with you she's coding your words and verbiage and i think right now we you know it, one of the things I think is so powerful about the Black Lives Matter movement is it's just a unified movement, right? Yeah. And, you know, fundamentally what we're currently seeing is that we need to fundamentally revisit our human rights, right? There's no reason why police brutality should continue to be an issue in a world where we have the technology, we have the solutions, and we have the mindset to mitigate these types of things and make sure that the lives of any anyone that is stopped in traffic, um, you know, uh, that's ever pulled over, like that their lives matter. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, you shouldn't, we shouldn't continue to see black men and women continue to die for, no, for absolutely no reason and just continue to write it off. Um, and I think uh, one of the things that I believe is so powerful about what you're saying is that this is a matter of unification. 
right? Yeah. It's a matter of us standing together as allies and accomplices and really talking about, okay, what is the future that we want to build and see together? And I'm, I'm starting to see that there's this huge movement, right? And it's so interesting because COVID-19 came and then, you know, um, uh, the uh, we, we started experiencing these shootings once again. And, and I think, you know, what we're observing is that, you know, in a time where we're all supposed to be safe and healthy, you know, why is it that people continue to die? Right. Yeah. Like we're all supposed to be at home. And I, you know, I'm, I'm really thankful for the unification that we're seeing. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, people like you who are a part of the movement and who are part of nurturing allyship and making sure that they, they continue to, to look for ways where they mitigate bias, whether it be in their interviewing process or in the way that they're dealing with people, you know, that's, that's what this movement is about. What can we all do every single day to create a better future? Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, uh, I, I actually posted something on LinkedIn. Interestingly, the video was all black, uh, but I will, I, I want to have actionable, actionable plan versus mm. just the talk from all the leaders in the industry as well, whichever industry it is, mm. have those actionable plans. When you are saying black life matters, What's your action? I want to see those action and, and, and connected to that. I also want to see, you know, in an year, how many women are in your leadership? Where is her breathe? Right? Like I'm, I'm just, you know, connected. Uh, uh, not that I want to connect that movement, but you know, when you, again, diversity and inclusion, I want to see your actionable plan leaders, mm. right? Show me how many black leaders are in your leadership. How many black women who are trying to even find a job are men and they are getting paid much less than what the other person is or getting killed for no reason? No. Interestingly enough, you know, Tim, um, not taking a segue, it's, it's an issue, men. There is this, um, again, in my faith, you know, there is always that mistaken identity as well sometimes. Yeah. There was a, there was, I think it's, it's a news, I'll probably get the state wrong. Just a couple of days back, actually not a couple of days back, a few months back, uh, he was outside his store and he was just, um, you know, uh, killed, um, mistaken identity, told go to your, go to your country, go back to your country. And, mm. and you know, my, my kids, I have a fear, like I, I was I was on another podcast with Brian Schumann and um, others, and we were talking on a panel, we were talking how a black mom has that fear, is my son or my daughter going to come back? That's the same fear as a mom I have. My mm. Both my kids, they wear turbans, right, which is a symbol uh, of my faith as well. I have a fear. Mm. Right. But I am making sure that fear becomes their strength mm. and they stand out for their values. And then they um, even today, if I am out, you know, in the community or in, in just, you know, outside, people don't know I am a Microsoft leader. People don't know how, how um, you know, that I'm, uh, by God's grace, uh, we, uh, you know, we are well off. Mm. You know, we have a good home. We have a roof on our top. We have, you know, good cars, whatever, you know, you want to call that. Um, 
people don't know people still look at me like a mm. foreigner and it's interesting enough i will tell you that um there are times when we match our turbans and there are times when i'm wearing blue my son's wearing blue or you know black my husband's wearing some other color and my daughter will be in pink and so they're like oh that's an <laughs> family, right but you know what if you stand out and if you feel that that's what you are you don't care about the stares mm. right and so um it's a hard journey it is it is it is it is that's so powerful so you know as an artist you know who's always finding and looking for inspiration in all sorts of spaces you know i would love for you to share a little bit more about you know your journey as an artist and you know how did you start with your artwork as an abstract artist and how has this time been what has this time been inspiring you to to, to create um for um for yourself or for the people around you um so interestingly enough my uh, my uh abstract art um hk abstract art that's my instagram instagram handle, handle. yes yeah. <laughs> handle the reason is you know uh, the the journey started with i've always been a painter let's just say it right growing up my mom said you were always scribbling like as you were listening to uh, you know watching something or you were doing when you were done your homework or in the class also my notebooks would be filled with the notes there was no computer so all handwritten notes right and so um it, it, on the side of the page there were always flowers or something or the other i was <laughs> always scribbling them so it all i always felt like there was there was that painting thing inside me but then life happened mm. right and so the life happened and then a few years back i went back to doing painting and all my and my son actually was the one who pushed me and he said mom you're too good to keep it to yourself you need to mm. show it to the world and he was the one who put my he he started my instagram and i started posting on it and oh my god it just uh, you know not that i have too many followers because i'm not doing a lot of i would say i should i should do more marketing but i would be doing marketing <laughs> but um, but um, by the word of the mouth i've got good commissions mm. and um i mostly do abstract when i say abstract it's whatever is in my head i i just put that my thoughts in there um i don't know if you can see behind me are two of my paintings it's probably black if you want i can bring it that one actually is the one which is called layers um i i will bring it but uh, most of the time it's my thoughts so if you go on my instagram page you will see there is one gray and red that was the day i got a rejection from my exact role Wow. I was told no, you're not good enough or I didn't get the role, let's just say it. And I'm like, you know what? My life feels great. But then I put red in it because I'm like I'm going to overpower this. Mm. And with and then reminded myself that Harpreet with every no, you're getting closer to a better yes. Mm. And so my paintings are my moods for the day um just last week i actually painted a really colorful full of reds full of uh greens full of like life <laughs> the reason was what's going on in our world hmm. i said this is going to get to a brighter future um 
Let me bring and show you. Oh, please show us. Yay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, can you see this? Oh, I see it. This is so cool. Okay. This is beautiful. Okay, so there are multiple layers, and this is called layers. Yeah. This this one is called layers. Um, and so the layers is that each one of us has multiple layers within ourselves. Mm. Um, the outer layer is what we're trying to show to the world. Mm. And then we peel it if we know what we are. There's an internal colorful layer, right? Then, So I wanted to show that how many layers each one of us has. And it's our own uh, thing which we should be showing to the world versus other persons, uh, uh, you know, thinking of what Harpreet stands for. You know, that blind spots, let's just say blind spots. So I wanted to make sure that I realize my blind spots versus somebody else tells me that you have this blind spot, which we all have. And so that was the thing which went in that one. So all of my paintings are kind of that. There are a few commissions which I've done, which are people asking that they really want this. So um, other than that, it's all, you know, um, I love it actually. That helps mm. me to be a better productive tech leader. Yeah. Um, it's your outlet, it's your creative outlet. No outlet, it's my outlet. And I'll tell you, we don't talk about that enough. It's yeah. also my mental health mm. balancer. Wow. I love that. I, I you know, very similar to you, you know, doing this podcast is like a creative outlet for me. Uh, it's a great way for us to promote our, you know, guide our company, but it's more so a great opportunity for us to elevate and be a platform for our amazing creators and just yep. really interesting people. Yeah. And so, yeah, as I said, it's also my outlet for becoming a better mom, mm. a better mom in a way, because I also spend time with my little one. She's a really good artist. Um, on that note, she actually was the, uh, there was a competition in my face. Uh, there was a sick correlation competition for the kids, uh, and she got the top position. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, I will share her submission with you, <laughs> and um, you will be amazed. Like, uh, I was amazed. Uh, I don't know if you can get to the side, but the first picture is hers. Um, I just pinged you, I just uh, sent you the link. You can probably see it. Um, it's she. That's also her outlet. Wow! You will see that you know she she made it. We are in this together. That's all her friends. And look at what a kid's mindset goes through. Mm. So, uh, you know, I, I know our viewers can't see, so we'll probably share it. I, I should. I just shared it with them. Um, oh, you across, did? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I did. So they can and, check it out. And so um, the first picture is hers. We are in this together. But look at, like she's seven. Yeah. And she is different, you can tell with her turban, but look at her friends. And interestingly enough, you know, that makes me a better mom. I, I feel like that's also my time to spend with my daughter. Wow. So I'm painting, she paints, and then also and she does poetry too. Oh, the, the first one, the second ones are the other poetry ones are from others, um, mm. you know, but she was uh, in her age group, so zero to eight, she was the top submitter. So wow. she's super happy yesterday that she, you know, nationally she won that. Uh, so it was it was a good one. There were 90 submissions. Um, and so coming back to the abstract art, I feel like it's also my outlet for mental health balancing because we go through so much in a day. We have yeah. to find an outlet. 
and we have to be okay with not being okay. Mm. Um, so I guess that's my outlet. I love that. I love that. I love that, Harpreet. Harpreet, thank you so much for being on the show, Unleashing the Future of Work, A Guy Podcast, live. <laughs> live. You know, Harpreet, where can the people, are, where, not, where can our lovely guy community follow you and learn more about your work and all the awesome things that you're doing? So uh, connect me on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, you can always find Harpreet Kaur uh, if you search for it, Harpreet Kaur Microsoft. The one with the crown is me. <laughs> um, I, love but, it. <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> I think connecting everywhere. Uh, I, I'm actually uh, building my website, vibeblendin.com. So all my social handles are out there, my Instagram, my Twitter, my LinkedIn. So please, yes, uh, take a look at that. Uh, send me any feedback you have. And I look forward to working with you, Tim, and all the other viewers. Let's awesome. keep giving back. Let's keep giving let's, back. Yeah, let's keep giving back one day at a time. One day at a time. Such a yep. powerful message. Harpreet, I hope you come back on for another episode in the future. Oh, <laughs> call me. It would be an honor. <laughs> we have fun. <laughs> we have fun. We have fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. And <laughs> you have a good day, okay? You too, Harpreet. Have a great Bye. day. Bye. With that said, thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Unleashing the Future of Work, A Guy Podcast. P.S. I am back in Oakland. for So for all of our viewers and listeners who are in Oakland or the Bay Area and you're not afraid to go out, let me know so we can hang. It's really, really beautiful back in Oakland and San Francisco nowadays. The streets are much cleaner. <laughs> People are, I think, a little bit happier because the streets are much cleaner and, and they don't have to suffer through traffic. So if you're interested in hanging out, let me know. Reach out. And if you're interested in being a part of Guide's early beta program, Check us out at guideapp.co. We are going to be launching very, very soon and doing a gradual beta release. And we have some amazing creators who are going to be on the platform early on. We're not going to announce them yet. In fact, once we start launching, I will be announcing our creators week by week by week. Uh, so you all get a chance to learn and see who's on the platform. But if you're interested in your creator and you want to be on the guide platform, check us out at guideapp.co. With that said, you all, please have a great day. Have a good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on where you're tuning in from. And more importantly, peace, love. Talk to you soon.